0: Hello, this is Andy Cates, Senior Economist at Haver Analytics, and thank you once again for tuning in to this latest edition of our weekly podcast. In a week that's been sparse with market-moving data and central bank communications, the focus in financial markets has shifted to the oil market. That's largely because oil prices have declined to three-month lows with Brent crude, for instance, now trading at around $80 a barrel. This, coupled with a generic retreat in other commodity prices, and in conjunction with some lower-than-expected inflation data from China, um, has all helped to keep the tightening-is-now-complete message in vogue. Sentiment toward risk assets and stocks in particular has accordingly remained upbeat as well. Staying with inflation issues, it may be of note that our first chart in our accompanying publication this week looks at the big decline to a record low in the Fed's Global Supply Chain Pressure Index. There is absolutely no evidence now from that index that there are issues gumming up global supply chains, certainly compared with where we stood during the pandemic and the immediate aftermath of Russia's conflict with Ukraine. With a lag, this is pointing to weaker-than-expected inflationary pressures in the world economy in the period ahead. The week ahead is much busier on the economic front. Most of the key data points are published on Tuesday or Wednesday. And for the record, they include the, the US CPI data for October, China's monthly barrage of data, including October's industrial production and retail sales, the first estimate of Japan's GDP for the third quarter, and the latest labour market and CPI reports in the UK. Note that there will also be much focus on the government shutdown risk in the United States, as well as on the election in Argentina. Otherwise, note that the research and marketing teams at Haver have been very busy this week, firstly with our attendance at a major global travel conference in London. I spoke on a panel about some of the key macro themes that would likely affect the travel sector in the period ahead, including... Things like geopolitical instability, climate change, ageing demographics and technological change. It was a good opportunity too, to flag our data offering in our tourism database. And in addition to that, we we just published our latest webinar with the participation of our partners at the Economist Intelligence Unit. In that webinar, I chat to John Merritt, a director of their financial risk service, about a range of topics, including the potential consequences of recent geopolitical instability in the Middle East. Please look out for that and if you have trouble locating it please get in touch with your account representative. Otherwise that's all from me today have a great week ahead.